Hi, all Chad here, and welcome to another edition of the Light Your Fire podcast, where it's my mission to light the human spirit on fire. Today's theme is why it matters. Oh, man, we're going deep today. We're going to go somewhere deep. I'm going to give you some insights to my weaknesses. Okay, in the last episode, we dug into the power of doing hard things, and I gave you some examples of how doing hard things starts to expand our definition of what's possible of what our boundaries really are or what our limits really are and where our potential truly lies. As we take on difficult challenges, our minds start to expand. Our capacity for believing what we can really do starts to expand. I'm a person who loves to learn, to grow, to expand, to test the boundaries. And I gave you some examples of how my mind started to shift as I took on harder and more difficult challenges. But It was all in the context of mental strength being built through physical feats. And I recommended that you start with exercise. It's the bedrock. It's the foundation. It's something that we all need. We all need exercise to make our bodies and our minds stronger and more resilient. It's just the way it is. In today's show, I want to show you how the physical challenges that I put myself through and the mental strengthening that came with that transferred into other areas of my life. And there were a lot, but I want to talk specifically about building and launching Sweat Bar Fitness. And I'm going to go deep here, like I said, and get personal and transparent because the two years that followed me opening the doors to my gym, to Sweat Bar Fitness, were the hardest and lowest years of my life. Drinking had not been a problem for the previous eight years. And now drinking is a problem again. I went through a separation. The life I knew and had with my daughter got flipped upside down. I was drowning in debt. I actually got to the point where I started saying, none of this is worth it. I don't want this anymore. I don't care about this anymore. I literally was saying things like, I'm going to shut this down. I'm done. I had many, many moments where I just wanted to go get another high-paying job and be left alone. I wanted all the pain to go away. I was suffering. And despite many efforts, I just kept slipping away. I felt like I was at the bottom of this hole and I kept trying to climb up the wall and I just kept falling back down. And there were a few great and amazing people that helped me out of that. So the the rest of this comeback story is not me saying that it was, you know, these things that I did, there were a lot of pieces to this puzzle. But I want to kind of paint the picture that this was a bad time of my life and no one knew it. I mean, maybe a few people, but to the community at large, to all the members, no one would have guessed the anguish that I was facing or experiencing during these two years the, from the time that I opened uh, Sweat Bar. Now, it's it's worth mentioning that launching the business, launching and opening Sweat Bar, it, it was not what caused these these things. It didn't cause a separation. It didn't cause my my life with my daughter to get flipped up, flipped upside down. Uh, it, it didn't like send me into a drinking frenzy. It wasn't the opening of the business itself. It was a lot of other things that were happening. But the the opening of the business, especially during a global shutdown happening three months later, with the debt just piling up, all of these things on top of the situation that I had going on made it 
the most difficult time of my life. And I know we're all, we're, we all have them. We're all in bad places at, at some, uh, some point or another. But here is the question that I ponder now, right? Could that Chad seven years ago, the 33-year-old Chad, could he have handled what I just went through in the last two years? Could that person who, who could barely run a few miles, could they have handled a global shutdown three months after leaving their career and virtually spending their entire life savings to open a business? I'm not sure. It's scary to think about though because I don't I didn't really know that person. I didn't know that Chad. I didn't know what what that person was capable of. I didn't know how far they would be they would be willing to go before before breaking. I don't I didn't know how far they could go before they broke. And maybe maybe these things would have been that mega challenge that was the big turning point. Maybe it would have forced me into climbing this big mountain all in one night without building up my confidence or expanding my mindset with one challenge after the next or having any points of reference for the things that I can do and the things that I can overcome and the obstacles that I can roll through. Or maybe it would have been the thing that broke me. The real truth is that I would have never had the fortitude or the courage to start a business in the first place. I was a go-getter when I was young, but I was soft, mentally soft. It's just the truth. And I remember when that started to shift. I remember being on a treadmill one time in a gym. I was there on a, multiple times, a lot of times, running lots and lots of miles. I, I remember being on the treadmill running for three hour, three and a half hours, 14, 15 miles in the gym. But there was this one time I remember thinking about how much more confident I felt, how much more courageous I felt. I was building confidence in myself because I kept challenging myself and I was doing things that I was not able to do prior. One of the things I am more proud of now than anything else was that time in my life where I built my mental strength to take on harder and harder things. I like to ask myself, who are you and what are you made out of? I went from a person who had no idea who he was, who had no idea what he was capable of, who had no idea what he was made out of, to a person who can now take pride in saying that I put myself into some fire. I, I've done some hard things and I came out a better person because of, because of them. I wasn't the fastest in the races, not even close. I, I didn't always feel good after. I actually hardly ever felt good during or after these things that I was doing. They weren't all things I was super proud of in the moment, but they were fire. They were hard things that I did on purpose so that I could come out a better person. And I'm not telling these stories out of ego. I'm telling them out of validation. I want you to know that this is the path. The path of resistance is the right path. The path of fire and challenges with goals and discipline and habits and difficulty, some suffering, some pain, some adversity. These are all signs of being on the path to fulfillment. When I do my accountability program, it's one-on-one. -on -one. I, I give them a goal that is aligned to something that they're trying to get out of life. And when I sit and talk with them, I ask them to give me something that they're proud of doing in the last six months. Now think about that for a second. It's a tough question to answer, especially if you haven't challenged yourself in the last couple of months. Outside of being a good dad and having a good job, I didn't have a great answer to that question seven years ago. There wasn't much else that I was proud of outside of just being a good dad and having a good job because I wasn't challenging myself. 
Let me ask you a series of questions. Who are you at your core? Who are you? What are you made out of? What do you want? Why do you want it? What's getting in the way? These are tough questions to answer. They're really tough, but they start to become a lot more clear as you start to put yourself in fire, as you start to take on hard things and you start to figure out what you're capable of doing. You start to expand that mindset. And a lot of things that once seemed impossible, they start to seem like, hey, maybe I can do this. Let me tell you a quick story. I mentioned in previous episodes that I quit wrestling in high school. Well, there is one tournament that I distinctly remember. I did not want to be there. And I basically quit before the tournament even took place. In the match, I got destroyed. It was like I didn't even put up a fight. And after I lost, my coach brought me over. And he didn't say this in a yelling at me or a mean kind of way. He said it to me almost in a very sad way because he knew that like I I gave up. And I think he was sad for me giving up. And he said something along the lines of why why even bother coming and and wasting my time, your time, your parents' time if you're just going to go out there and fold. And of all the years and of all the matches I remember this moment because I felt so ashamed and so weak. Now, fast forward 20 plus years later in the Lake Placid Ironman, which I just did a couple months ago, and I'm coming out of a seven plus hour bike ride and I'm in the transition to get ready for the 26.2 mile run. And in the transition, I start to cramp up like I've never cramped up before in my life to the point where I, I was actually scared to even move because I thought it might put me out of the race. Everything, my whole body felt like I was being squeezed by something. My chest was just like I was being squeezed. My left leg locked up like crazy. And the guy in front of me was on the ground. He had actually crawled out of the tent. And when my leg finally kind of came back and I was able to walk a little bit, I got up, I get over to him, and he can't talk. He's almost like, you know, trying to just get his breath. And I ask him if he wants me to get medical attention. He, he shakes his head yes. So I get medical attention. They bring over a bunch of bags of ice. This was a difficult race. <laughs> I'm coming out of this transition tent to go on the 26.2 mile run. Now, my, my best friend, Jason, he's waiting for me right out of the run. So... I kind of give him a smile. I say something funny like, I'll, I'll never ride that bike again. And then I start heading down the path. He's cheering for me. He actually tried getting into the tent, which I think is hilarious. The, the security guards wouldn't let him in. He's like, that's my best friend in there. I got to get in. They wouldn't let him in. And uh, I passed him. He actually has a video of me passing him and saying that about the bike. And I was heading towards Shauna and my brother-in-law, Kevin, and my sister, Natalie, and Jason's wife, Christine. Before the Ironman started, my brother-in-law said, I can't wait to watch you on the run because if there were one of the th- one of three things that I was good at, the swimming, the biking, and the running, it was the running. And he said, I know when you get into the run, you're just going to take off. And Shauna had texted me. I had my Apple watch on so I could get some of the texts coming through. And she said, we're at mile two or three or something like that. So I knew that I was coming up on them. The problem was I could barely run. I was so broken. 
And when I got to her, I basically wanted to cry. And I got past them. And later, my brother-in-law said to me, when I saw you at mile two or three, that was the worst I've ever seen you look. And you still had 24 miles to run. And so that story, I hope, gives some kind of clarity (laughs) or some kind of visualization to how much pain I was in. And more than anything else, I was sick. I was really sick. I had been drinking Gatorade Endurance for basically the entire event up until that point, which after the swim and the bike, I was right around 9, 10 hours, and I was just sick. My fueling strategy was really bad that day. I, I did not execute that correctly. And I was super sick to my stomach. So to go another 24 miles to finish this thing out was difficult. But I compare the two stories. I compare the kid that showed up that day in wrestling and threw in the towel and walked out of there with his head down and ashamed. And I don't, I don't give myself too hard of a time because there were other factors at play during that period of my life. But the, the truth is I was soft and I just – I had times in my life where I quit and I gave up without even giving another 5% or another 10%. I mean, I was probably at 15% that day. I didn't show up at all. And that's that's just not me now. The me now is on mile two in an Ironman and looks more broken than they've ever looked to their brother-in-law and figures out how to go another 24 miles. And that is what I am really proud of. Tony Robbins says that the success that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. I say that it's impossible to have fulfillment without knowing who you are and what you're truly capable of. And thank God, thank God that I did the work required and I put in the hours in training so that I could have that moment in that Ironman at mile two or three in the run where I was broken and it seemed like a pretty impossible task. And instead of throwing in the towel, instead of giving up, I pushed through and hours upon hours later crossed the finish line and achieved the goal that I had set out to achieve. Keep pushing your boundaries. Boom. I'm out.